I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. It never ceases to amaze me on how spirit's able to have it all come full circle and to have it all validated of, you know, feeling as if these emotions are so raw and I'm still numb from my loved one's departure. And that's exactly what happened today with Jennifer's reading. I'm giving a speech and I'm feeling all these feelings and emotions. And some of them, I'm just like, it just doesn't seem right, but it's not up to me. I have to say whatever it is that spirit makes me feel. And then to find out that her dad passed 17 years ago, absolutely amazing. What a gift, what a blessing, what a validation that even after all these years for her dad to talk about things that are happening right now, today, 17 years later, is unbelievable. And even things that happened 17 years ago. So I hope you all enjoy this amazing healing reading on Hey Spirit today. God bless. So how did you end up on Hey Spirit? My husband won uh, this a live auction. He won the 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 raffle, I guess you could say. Oh, how from, nice! Yeah. yeah, so I do. I donate um, uh, readings to be a guest on Hey Spirit to to local charities. So uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I was excited. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's very very. You know, and I love when then I was people say I never win anything or good things like that don't happen to me. And so I love I, I I love being able to do things like that. And you know, I always say the what I do is it's like such a double edged sword because people like you just said I'm so excited, but I also know on the other end of that it's also very sad because you're having this because you've lost someone and you're struggling with the healing process or just wanting to know if they're safe and at peace, if they're okay. And, you know, so I kind of find that, um, because I feel that way. I always get excited before I work, but I also feel and know that someone is going, their life is going to change for the better after this. It's not going to make things easy, but hopefully make it a little bit easier in knowing that their loved ones are still with them just in a different way. Yeah. So, um, I am just going to give a little speech on how I read connect with spirit and also what my wish is for you over these next few moments. I want you to know, Jennifer, that all those things that go on around you that you think that are odd or weird, or maybe even if you think it's just a coincidence or just remind you of your loved one that has died to know that that is them. Know that that is their soul letting you know that they are with you at that exact moment. And I think that it's such a gift that spirit gives us. You know, they bring us on this emotional roller coaster during a reading of us being able to feel pain, sorrow, loss, and grief. And then in the next moment, have me say or do something 
thing to bring a smile to someone's face or even a huge belly laugh. And to me, that's such a gift. And, you know, I always say to people, you know, I don't want, uh, you know, behind maybe the kidding around or laughter that spirit might have me do that, think that for one second that this is easy for me. It's so hard for me. I wouldn't trade what I do for anything here in the physical world. And I want to thank you, Jennifer, in advance for trusting me with the souls of your loved ones. I typically don't say that in my speech. I usually say it in a large group, but usually on a one-on-one. I typically don't say that. So I always pay attention to the unique things that Spirit has me say or do. Because as I was also giving you my speech, they started bringing me through all of these emotions. So I'm just going to also say this to you. Do not be afraid to speak to me. You're not going to give me anything and you're not going to interrupt anything. The worst thing that's going to happen is I'm going to go, what was I just talking about? But at my age, I find myself doing that (laughs) when I just walk into my bathroom or into my bedroom. It's like, why did I walk in here? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why? Oh, oh, wait, I got, um, I was going to bed. (laughs) um, But it was interesting. And I pay attention to those things that, because I always say to people, Um, how I work and my signs and symbols, I have over two decades here. So when spirit does things different, when it's unique, that means several things for me. It validates that the, the strength of the soul is so strong. I'm invalidating for you because for them to get me to feel something and to get me to say something completely that I am not used to validates the strength of their soul. Um, Also, it might also be something that I've never had before or they don't know how to give it to me. So they kind of make me feel a bunch of different things. So I say a bunch of things and then you're... It's up to you to kind of put it together and place it on how it fits in your life. So the interesting thing that I found when I was giving my speech to you and I was talking about how I connected with spirit, I literally, my head just started, I had this tremendous pressure in my head and I felt a lot of pain here. So that means two things. It means the strength of the soul, but also it could be the way that someone departed. Aneurysm, brain tumor, Alzheimer, dementia, or something of the head. Do you understand that? Yeah. Then they brought me through, it's almost like I felt this wave of emotion and I felt like, I felt like I lost everything that even though I still, I, I still might have my husband here. I might have children. I might still have family, but I feel so empty. I feel so alone. I almost feel like a part of me died. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, I'm, go- I'm, I'm always very honest as I'm channeling spirit, what happens and how they make me feel. Usually, and I did not see who I'm connecting with, but usually that feeling that I have is when someone loses a child. But I feel like it's, and then I almost felt this, I don't even want to use this term. It's like this, because I said, I don't understand this orphan feeling. Like, I don't know, like, why I feel this so alone. Do, do you understand that? Yeah. I'm going to go back to the head. How do you connect with the, the head, the trauma of the head? I'm not, sh- like, my father passed away. Okay. So I'm, and we're not 100% sure how he died. Okay, so this could also be the reason, I'm going to ask you this, is his mom departed? Yes. Okay. Because I said, now I'm also going to ask, I want to also ask you this. Is there a lot of things that surround your dad's departure that kind of don't make sense? Yes and no. Okay. Well, listen, I, because your dad is very private. Do you understand that? And I feel like whether if it was him, his personality, but I felt like he was testing me that I would say exactly what you what, what he was going to tell me. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. So much that I wrote things down. So when I write things down, when I jot, it's my symbol for where I feel something, but spirit's telling me something different. Do you have a son? Okay. And I asked him to validate that I interpret it correctly. Did you name your son after someone, form of a name or a middle name? Middle name. Okay. Now, I said to your dad, uh, now, I don't know if this was your dad's personality, Jennifer, of where he had a hard time. um, I'm going to use this term loosely, though, like trusting people or like trusting something that he didn't know anything about or he was always very cautious about certain things. He didn't tell us a lot of things that was going on with him medically. 
And I don't know, was there something with blood connected to his departure? Because I keep hitting my head, but I taste blood. So typically, the hitting of the head means that the soul passed instantly and or maybe they did hit their head, but it's validating that they didn't suffer. And the, the tasting of the blood is my validation that it was some type of tragedy or it was a, like a bleed out or some type of internal injuries. Like it, we never did the autopsy, but we assume it was an aneurysm or something within the, because of how he went. Okay. I would not know that. Is that correct? Yeah validating for you that your dad says, I need you to trust and believe and to know that my soul is at peace and that I never intentionally, how can I, I never had this before, intentionally keep something from you. Do you understand that? I almost feel like your dad, because he looked at me and he goes, is it wrong, Teresa, for not understanding what would have happened to you or what you would have went through um, or watching your family watch you suffer and however you can interpret it? Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. as, as I channeled, I could feel your dad, he kind of then he kind of put up this little privacy wall where he kind of was a little private. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. So however you can interpret that, do you understand that? Yeah. I have to respect those boundaries because I will never dig deep or dive or say something to get a wow factor. Do you understand that? I have to read with respect for the soul that is past and also for us here in the physical world. Your dad just told me that you, um, three days. Okay. So how do you connect with something with three days? Was there something where, um, usually if a soul tells me that though, that means that they weren't found for three days. So, um, was it something where, um, there were three days of, I don't want to say investigation or like where you were trying to figure out what happened or three days... No, like he co- he had collapsed outside their house. Um, we didn't know. We didn't really find out till the next day that he passed. Okay, why do you keep? Why does he keep showing me garbage cans? I have no idea. <laughs> I go. What is a garbage can? Okay, so he collapsed outside. Mm-hmm. You found him the next day. My mom found him soon after he collapsed. Okay. And they went to the hospital. Okay. So was it three hours? It had to be something with the number three and days is my symbol for time. So was it three hours later? Did Whatever it was, I don't even know if where that time frame is. Um, but yeah, because that explains the, um, the hitting of the head. It and might I, have taken me three hours because they were living in Pennsylvania. It might have taken me that, I don't know, that long to get there. It's validating also because your dad did not suffer. Do you understand that? He does not want you. And I'm also going to say this. He says, please tell mom that even if she found me sooner, it would not, he would not have survived. Yeah. Was he complaining of headaches or not feeling well prior to that? Uh, the, so he passed in May, um, the February, a few months before February, he went into the hospital again because he collapsed. Um, they gave him like a pacemaker, a defibrillator, and they said this was his like last, you know, last shot. But because he, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you now. This is very hard for me to say that because your father looked at me and said, "Teresa, I died on my terms." He says I did not want my family to watch me not live my life the way that I have always lived my life. He says, I, I, I wasn't being selfish. He goes, it was so hard. He goes, everyone always worried about me. He goes constantly worrying about me. Am I okay? Am I this? He says, and honestly, because he kind of made me feel like I had a headache or I maybe let's hypothetically say felt a little off balance that day or, you know, uh, I wasn't feeling a hundred percent. And instead of 
resting, laying down or saying, let me go to the doctor. He says it wouldn't have changed anything. I need your mom to know that. Okay. I can let her know. And, and I said to him, I go, why, why did you show me the garbage cans? Like, I don't understand what that means. And he says, because I was trying to show you, it was like, like I had a routine, like I did things either if I was coming home from work, like the, or whatever it was, like I was going out, I was taking out the garbage. I was doing this. I, w- I was going around my day normally how I would. Does that make sense? Yeah. He went outside to mow the lawn. Yeah. Wouldn't have changed anything. Like that was my routine. This is what I did at that time. Every, whatever it may be, I would not have changed it. Even if I, he says, not that it would have been less traumatic for my wife. He says, but if I collapsed in front of her, she still would not have been able to bring me back. Because he shows me even though she tried to do something, but like even though she knew like he was not going to, he was. The, the neighbor across the street was actually a cardiac nurse. She ran to get her. And it was too late. Even yeah. though she knew, because I felt like I knew already that it was too late. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. To validate that even if, this is all just to validate, Jennifer, you have to understand what your dad is trying to do so hard is to even say it. So your mom doesn't say he shouldn't, if he said I wasn't feeling good, I should have laid down. I shouldn't have mowed the lawn, (laughs) right? He never would have died. That does not mean he says, what if I was in the house and I collapsed right in front of you? Yeah. I would not have survived. Yeah. You, you not, and, and not that it wasn't traumatic for her going outside and seeing him, laying on the ground, but it would have been far more traumatic as he's showing me of him collapsing right in front of her. Yeah. It was like, she heard the lawn, like the mower going. And then all of a sudden she said she didn't hear it anymore. And then like, I don't know if she quickly came out, but when she came outside, he, he collapsed. Yeah. So know that he, but it all has to do with him staying in the house and not doing that. I'm going to say this to you. Was there a sister-in-law that died? On my dad's side? I, I don't care who it is. He just said to he. I go, if you bring forward the, the sister one more time, I said, <laughs> your daughter already said she doesn't know the sister. Um, and then yeah. he moved it to the other side. That's why I said, was it a sister-in-law? It's the same thing for me. Yeah. There was on his side of the family, a sister-in-law that passed away. I, I just asked him to validate that I interpreted it correctly. There is also a brother on the other side. So you have to understand brother he has, is... He has a lot of brothers on the okay. other side. Were there six of them? He just showed me the number six. He was one of seven. Okay. So validating for... Because he told me he had six siblings. Yeah. So validating for you that I, I'm doing the best I can to... Inter- I've never had this oh. before. Do, do you understand yeah. no, that? I, yeah. and, and it's very hard because I'm very hard on spirit in certain ways, especially when they want me to say to someone the, about the what if. And it's like all these scenarios. And then he's like, yeah, but if you say this, then my wife is going to say, yeah, but even if it was just 30 seconds sooner, or, you know, I knew that it was so quick, or I could still feel like, you know, look, souls have been so specific, Jennifer, where they'll say I was still warm, you know, like they knew, you know, and what if I just got there a few seconds sooner, but there has to be something with that cardiac nurse or whomever had medical background, there was something, there was a tale to tell that we couldn't. She, she saved his life back in February. So, but not this time. She, she said it felt very different this time. How would I yeah. know that? She yeah. even knew. She to knew. validate for, when even she for her. To, mm-hmm. When she tried to resuscitate him, she said if it felt very different than it did back in February. And he just said to me, now, do you, are you a very spiritual person, Jennifer? <sighs> yes and no. Okay. So let me ask you this. Um, only because your dad wants me to say something to you. And I was like, uh, I don't know if she's going to understand this. So because your dad said I was very thankful and grateful for those months that I had because I wasn't supposed to have those months. Yeah. And then he showed me my symbol for what he wants me to explain to someone about the block of time. So that's why I asked you if you were very spiritual. Now, I always say 
I'll find out when I get there. I'm just telling you what spirit has shown me, has told me, and in a lot of readings have validated that this is true, that the soul knows the time, like the soul knows, not here, not our brains, the soul knows. Spirit has talked about this block of time. I don't know how long the block of time is. I don't know if it's weeks, days, months, years, but what happens is we have this block of time and this is this block of where the soul is to leave the physical world. And that's where it bases upon our physical choices, our free will choices. This is why I never want spirit to predict anything, talk about uh, anything, because things are free will choice. It can change. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing, even for souls that, um, uh, let's say that are in a car accident and you find out that it was a minor fender bender, but they died or vice versa, where it was a huge crash and, 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 and they survived where they never should have survived because it wasn't the soul's time to leave. Spirit has acknowledged that's why I ended up in a vegetative state or in a wheelchair because I placed myself in a situation that then became life changing, but I wasn't supposed to leave the physical world at that time. So your dad made me feel like even though it was only several months, he wouldn't have traded those months for anything. He says, I was able to leave my family with, not that it makes it easy, but a little bit easier in knowing that we did everything that we could. And then he looked at me and he goes, and I was even a good boy. I went to the doctor and everything, Teresa. <laughs> you went to the doctor a lot. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that is not something that Spirit will have me say to someone? Usually it's, you know, I didn't go to the doctor. You couldn't have paid me to go to the doctor. Here your dad is going, and I went to the doctor and everything. And look, I still died. Yeah, he was, you know, ever since he, I think 45, he had his first heart attack and yeah, he was, he said, I we always said he was on borrowed time. <laughs> so you understand what, by him saying, I wouldn't have traded that time for anything. Yeah. Your father just showed me a bouquet with his picture in it. That's my symbol for that. You carried something of your dad's the day that you got married. I don't care if it was a picture of him, if it was something sewn into your wedding dress, or if it was something in your bouquet. Uh, I don't even remember. It was, uh, I got married two months after he passed. <gasps> yeah. Well, he made me feel like you carried him with you the day that you got married. It was a hard day. And your dad says, and I am so proud of you for not changing your plans because I died. My mom and I talked about that because it was so, so fresh. And my mom said that he, would, he wouldn't want me to not get married and he wouldn't be here if he, like he waited. So, yeah. She walked me down the aisle and it was the toughest moment for both of us but I feel like you did your mom carry something of your dad's that day I honestly can't remember I I I, I would ask her she might have or or it could have been something that she even thought about giving you it's just it has to be something because he's insisting on it I'll have to ask her I don't know that (laughs) now I want to ask you this now this is 17 years ago so it's not something um do you recall if there were pictures that you took that day, or maybe it's even in a video where you see like blurbs or orbs, or there's some type of distortion in the pictures? I would have to look back, but it did, it did rain that morning. Mm -hmm. And my husband said that, you know, it's for him, it symbolized my dad crying that he Mm -hmm. wasn't there, but then they were happy tears, but then Mm -hmm. the sun came out. And that's like him being happy. So mm-hmm. that's um, a thousand percent. And your husband also 
your father wants you to know that you tell my son-in-law that he exceeded any expectation I ever had of him in taking care of you and my family. Because when I died and the morning that you got married, your husband said to me in his prayers that he would take care of you. He, Jay did a lot after he passed away. He, uh, he did help out a lot. Um, who's the police officer or the fireman? <sighs> My sister-in-law's father. I was hoping he would come through too. Because I said, I go, who's that guy standing next to you? And your father goes, oh, don't worry about him. I go, don't worry about yeah. him. <laughs> he, he, he passed recently. Okay. And I was hoping they would meet each other. But, but do you see now, when you think about, you, you know, it's almost like sometimes things don't make sense until we kind of put it all together. Again, I'm going to take this one step further and saying of a father figure feeling that just died. Yeah, but still, I still feel like that for you. It still feels like your dad and and maybe with you know your sister in law's father passing, it's the same thing for you. It's like you're reliving your dad's death seventeen years later because I still feel like it's so new. Yeah, I feel like I just I never really got over my dad dying. Your father says you never really um, grieved my death. In a sense of that, it was, you just had this busyness. It was like, it was like this whirlwind. Like your dad passes, you, you get married. Then you're busy setting up your life and then you start to have children and then you just get caught up and you're on this hamster wheel. And then it was almost like now you, you have this new departure of your sister-in-law's father passing and it's almost like, (gasps) It's almost like literally it grabbed you in a sense of like, oh my God, yeah. you lost your father. And it's almost like you grieving it all over again or you grieving your dad Yeah, she, or being she able would, to feel those emotions. She would reach out to me a lot because she, you know, knew how I went through that and we like connected a lot with that. So no, that is what has helped you to grieve and heal at the same time. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market this show is sponsored by better health When you have an extra hour in your day, what do you like to do? Sometimes someone might just take a nap, meet up with a friend for a cup of coffee. I think a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time, right? The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you see it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy has helped me in so many ways. It helped me with positive coping skills, how to set boundaries. And lately, therapy has really helped me with my time management. I'm a grandma now. It's a lot, working and being a grandma. And especially lately, therapy has really helped me find time to manage my insane schedule. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp. 
dot com slash hey spirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help H E L P dot com slash hey spirit. Now do you have a daughter? I have two. <laughs> your dad goes, are they a handful? <laughs> they are. <laughs> I go, well what about your grandson? He goes, oh, he's a piece of cake, Teresa. He goes, just like me, chip off the old block. Easy breezy. Yeah, they, um, someone told me that, I don't know how true this is, that my father picked my son's soul. I don't know if that's like a true saying or something that actually happens, that he's a lot like my dad. I do. I feel like your dad, and, and again, things are all interpretation. I say to you, your dad held your son before coming here into the physical world. And I do see your dad showed me your son's eyes. So that's my symbol for, that's the gateway to the soul. So that means two things. Either you see your father in your son. Maybe your son has your dad's eyes, whatever it may be. But know that, and I'm going to say the way that your son is so laid back, that's your dad, right? Yeah, my dad. Yeah, it was very easygoing. Very, very easygoing. Yeah. Validating that a part of your dad lives within your son. So whether those moments that you see, know that that's a sign from your dad that he is with you. Did your dad like to tell jokes? Oh yeah. (laughs) He, he literally just, I just said to him, I go, what did you just say to me? He goes, well, you want me to jokes. (laughs) He goes, you wanted me to, to tell, to use my personality, right? Teresa. I go, yeah. I go, but what kind of joke is that? I didn't even understand it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He, he was a jokester. Perfect. Sometimes sometimes inappropriate too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't see the inappropriate part, but he made me feel like he was a jokester. Like he's like, and then he like started laughing. He goes, yeah, I'll sell you the Brooklyn bridge for a dollar. I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like he was trying to like brush it off because he got caught like that. He was like being like funny. Um, But those are the moments that I love to show like a personality. And I do, I, I, I have to go back to this because I find it interesting. Um, on what your dad wanted me to say to you. And then you, you use the term. We always said that my dad was on borrowed time. Yeah. For your dad to validate that in a very unique way to say, yes, there is this block of time and I have no regrets. I am very thankful because even though I left the physical world at a young age, I still lived my life to the fullest. And he says, and that I would not have traded for anything. He says, I always lived my life because of that, that I would rather have a quality of life than a quantity of life. Yeah, he was, he was always doing something. Did your mom move? Yeah. Yeah. So know that your dad supports your mom's choice and decision in moving. Um, does she date or does she, um, does she like, just like, um, I don't want to use the word. I shouldn't use the word dating. Does she, will she go out and like, um, uh, have fun, maybe have a companion. She did. Um, but she hasn't in a like a while, as far as I know. (laughs) That's fine. But I feel like she's still partaking in life and maybe it is with maybe a gentleman or, you know, here and there, or maybe it was when she did know that it's your dad's way of acknowledging that he supports all of her choices and decisions. You have that one picture of, uh, you when you were really little of you and your dad. I have it in a photo album that I made after he, he passed away. Perfect. To validate that your dad knows what you did in memory of him. And I feel like that is his favorite. He literally said to me, tell my daughter, that is my favorite picture as well. And my symbol of it is he showed himself in like a, this white t-shirt and he was holding you as a young child. Yeah, it is a white t-shirt that he is wearing in that picture. Yeah. Validating that your dad has not missed out on anything in your life. He says, I am so sorry that it had to be so hard at times, but I want you to know how proud I am of you and that you are the most amazing mom. Oh, thank you. (laughs) And that I see how you, you, you talk to your kids about your dad. Is that correct? They ask about him. Yeah. Know that when they bring him up out of nowhere, 
know that they are sensing and feeling his soul. And more importantly, his soul is present when you are talking about and telling stories about your dad. I remember my, my older daughter, when she was little, she was just like talking and I'm like, I'm like, Juliana, who are you talking to? And out of nowhere, she's just said, grandpa. Grandpa. Know that that was real. Know that that was her soul. See, young children are very sensitive to spirits. So are animals because their minds are clear. They're not busy. And the older we get, the the busier our minds get. So we kind of poo-poo the things that we sense, feel, and hear. So know that even though she might not talk about him the way that she used to, or say, oh yeah, I was talking to grandpa, he's still a part of your life. Because he just showed me that had to have been that some type of graduation because he has me at a school. So there had to be some type of celebration. There was, yeah. Validating, look at those pictures because he's insisting that I can see him in pictures. So look at all your photos of all celebrations. Look for the blurbs, the orbs. Sometimes um, what the great thing about smartphones now is if you open up a blurb or an orb or something that seems a little odd in the picture, you can literally see your loved one's features. Were you going on? Are you, do, are you planning a trip? We just got back from a trip. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Validating that you're, da- I was going to say, or just got back because he showed me my now. So when spirit shows me my now, my now is, um, if it's not the day, it's the month that we're in the month that just passed or the month coming up. It has to be like within a three month period. Validating that his soul went with you on the, on the trip. Cause, and I don't know why it's just my symbol. When they show me Disney, it's my symbol for, for trip. We actually went to Disney. <laughs> Your father just said to me, be careful what you ask for Teresa. Cause I said, I go, I want another validation. And he showed me Disney. <laughs> yeah, we went to Disney. God bless that you were Thank able to you. go know that your dad was with you, um, on the trip and validating that even after 17 years, his soul hasn't left you. Do you have a tattoo in memory of your dad? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Only because I go, I go, listen, I go, you got to give me something else. And he goes, I'm doing good, Teresa. I go, well, you're not doing good enough. I want more. I'm like, your daughter, I, I feel like she needs more. And he's like, oh, she wants to know if I know about the tattoo. Yes, I got a tattoo in memory of him. Perfect. So know that he knows. Now, was your dad not a tattoo guy or would Because he goes... No. That would be the last thing that I would think that my daughter would get, Teresa. I go, oh, really? So yeah, he, he I don't, I don't think he had a single tattoo. Oh, yeah. So know that your dad knows of the tattoo. I don't know if it has his name. Do you connect with the number eight, the month of August, the eighth of a month, or and or the um, you know that saying? Because he's telling me um, when they show me uh, when they say to me uh, Toy Story to Infinity and Beyond, and they show me the number eight. If it doesn't stand for the months, or it could be both, it also stands for the infinity symbol. So it could mean a couple of different things. Okay. My dad was born in August. That was his okay. You know his birth month, and I do have an affinity tattoo. Um, which is for my children. I was going to say, but it's not a memory of your dad. Cause he just no, said, to me, he another... goes, he goes, those are not, that's not for me, Teresa. <laughs> no, but I, I did get one for my, for my kids to represent my children. And my dad has his, a different tattoo. Yeah. Perfect. Now, did you just drive by your family home? Or... Um, I, not I, terribly look, a... long, not terribly long ago. Okay, again. Because my mom, to get to my mom's, you have to drive by where we grew up. Okay. So listen, Jennifer, God's honest truth. I don't think, I'm doing this over 20 years. I could probably count on my left hand how many times a soul has talked about a childhood home. I don't even know if a soul has ever had me say that before. And again, you have to realize souls, there is no time on the other side. So your dad made me feel like I want her to know that when she drove past the child, her childhood home, my soul was with her. Yeah. Like any, yeah. Anytime I drive to my mom's, we, I pass their house. So know that your dad is with you. Is this your dad's way of saying that I have never left you. I have been with you always. Thank you. Um, I'm going to say this. Um, 
your dad, because he said to me, I want my daughter to know that if she, why I was so glad that she continued with her plans to get married is because if she didn't, I don't know if she would have ever gotten married. It's almost like, I feel like your dad pushed you to like, yes, just go through with it. Just go. I want you to go through with it. Because I still feel like for you, it's still a big blur. Like you don't even remember. Like, it's almost like, I don't remember everything. I, I can't remember how I felt. I don't mean, I, I, I feel like it was such a big blur. It, it was, it was a very hard, emotional day. Um, my mom and I both said like, we had to keep it together to walk down the aisle. And then like when I was supposed to have like the father daughter dance, I danced with my mom, my mom. Mm hmm. This is your dad. Don't let, don't let her fool you, Teresa. They still would have been crying when she was walking down the aisle. <laughs> Even if I, I was walking it down. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like that would be your dad's personality. Like, he doesn't want you to cry for being sad. He, what, you know, it's hard because I just feel like yeah. if he could have been here, he would have oh. wanted you to be here for that. Of course. Would not have traded that for anything. I am going to say this to you. I want you to remember what I said in the very beginning of that reading. I, I asked you because I knew it, you didn't lose a child, but you're, that is the feeling that when a soul, that's the feeling that I typically have when I connect with the child's soul, but I knew it wasn't, you didn't lose a child, but I had to ask it because that's how I felt it. But it was as if you losing your dad was like, you lost everything. You lost a part of you. Of, of, of who you are or who you, who, who you thought you, who you were. And, and your dad says there is not one moment that I wish things could have been different. He says, I didn't want to die. He says, but I knew that if I stayed and came back, I would not have been able to have the life that I had in those months. Yeah. My, is this, is this why he had me talk about when now I, I really understand why he had me talk about when people, when they live in a vegetative state or paralyzed or not having full function. Yeah. If he couldn't live, he wouldn't want to live. Yeah. He was a very like wanting to do everything. He didn't let anything stop him, even though he probably should have taken it easy at times, but yeah. He made that very clear in the first moments of your reading. And it is the hardest thing. I mean, you know, again, I make what I do look very easy. My heart breaks for you that you had to basically go through all of these milestones and kind of, in a sense, grow up without your dad. Have your dad be a part of that. Yeah. And I just wish my kids of would course. have met. <laughs> of course. It's, it's sad. It stinks. It's not fair, but to know that they did sense, feel, and know his soul. I know it's not the same. And this is one of the things that I always say, people always ask me, you know, what happens when we die? What do you think? And I'm like, listen, I'll find out when we get there. I can just guarantee you two things that when we die, we're greeted by our loved ones that have gone on before us. And that those left here in the physical world will miss us every single day. Yeah. And wish that we were with them. But that's where our faith comes in. And no matter what it is, no matter what our faith is, we have to have the faith in knowing that our loved one's souls live within us. They live life through our eyes. They experience all of these milestones that we, that we feel that they're missing out on. Your dad also tells me that you wrote something about him. Is that correct? Or wrote something to him? <clears throat> I don't know if I, if I wrote anything, but I did, like I said, I, I did make a, like a scrapbook after okay. he, he passed. I don't know. Did you write something in there? <sighs> I use a lot of song lyrics. 
Uh, listen, whatever it is, when a soul shows me a piece of paper and writes my hero on the top of it, that's my symbol for that someone wrote something in memory and in honor of someone. Your dad talked about songs before. So I'm not going to get that someone wrote something in song lyrics unless if, you know, I have a symbol that if someone wrote a song about them, but you used actual song lyrics, right? Yeah. So know that your dad knows what you wrote about him. And I keep hearing my shining star. So know that your dad said, I will always be your biggest cheerleader. And I will always be the brightest star in the sky. Watching over you and the family. Thank you. Uh, what, you have kids old enough to go to college? My oldest is in high school. <laughs> oh, because were you talk with it? Were, were you talking about college or? Um, we talk about it here and there with her. Oh, you do? Because yeah. he just said to me, "Tell them I know about the about college." And I'm like, "College?" I'm like, "Jenny, you look like she's old enough to have three kids, let alone a kid in college." <laughs> <laughs> no, she just entered her first year of high school. Okay, so yeah, he literally had me write because I wasn't saying it. Had me write college. So know that We're every time for college. <laughs> But whatever the conversation is about college, know that your dad's soul is present for that. Did your daughter just try out for something? She's trying out for the softball team. Perfect. Yeah. So know that your dad knows about it. So when you feel they don't know about him, they, he knows what they're doing. Um, is your father-in-law departed or is it your, grand, your husband's grandfather? Um, my husband's grandfather. Okay, but I felt like he was uh, very important to your husband. Is that correct? Yeah. Because yeah. he just said, am I going to get to say something? I thought you said I could say something. He's asking <laughs> your father. <laughs> I always felt that they were very alike. So here he is. I thought yeah. I was going to get to say something. So know <laughs> that he just stepped forward. But I also feel like your husband has something of your grand of his grandfather's that might not be of like a monetary value, but like so important to him or to the family. We have, we have stuff from, yeah. Cause know that he wants to thank him for carrying out like his memory, his like whatever, who he was here in the physical world. Did he serve our country? Or is it something to do with the military or the grandfather? Yeah. Yes, he did. Okay. Yeah. Um, to validate thanking him for still telling stories about him and for re remembering him. I'll let him know. And your dad just said, I don't want you to feel for one minute that you did not get to say goodbye to me. Know that my soul was with you those countless nights where you would sit and talk to me and cry and wish that you got to say goodbye goodbye or have that one moment. Know that my soul had that moment with you and know that when you feel things, when you sleep at night, if you feel the bed move or you feel like you wake up, you're like, I guess someone was just in the room. Know that that's your dad. Okay. Know that that is his soul that is present. I will. Thank you. I still cannot believe that your dad's gone 17 years. <sighs> Neither can I sometimes. But that's yeah. the point. Do you yeah. see how he makes me, he makes me, this is how you feel. You know, it's a crazy thing. I, I don't have my own personal thoughts, feelings, and emotions when I read. And I literally, this is what I used to say to people. I'm like, how could that be? Like, I literally feel like my, I, I have no thoughts. And I literally had my brain tested. I did it live on Dr. Oz by this brain expert. He oh, actually really? <laughs> read, yeah, you could see it on, on, I think it's on YouTube or something where he read my brain as I was reading someone. And he said, not only do I access a part of my brain, but my brain like flatlines, my brain shows no, like I have no activity in my brain, but I'm speaking. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's <laughs> very interesting, but I, I, the, I, it never ceases to amaze me on how spirit makes me feel how the person feels that I'm reading. So, but I hope, uh, the messages that were, that you heard today, give you the peace and comfort, um, that you need. Thank you. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just 
From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. My name is Jennifer Giglio. I'm from Long Island. I was looking forward to hear from my dad and my experience. It was very emotional. Uh, I was happy to hear from him. My dad is just a very happy person. He was trying to make me laugh through, you know, through it as well to help me through it. She mentioned how I used my dad's name in when I named my son, how he passed away, how my mom moved back after he passed. There was a many things <laughs> that uh it's not like all coming back to me now but there were there were quite a few things she said that really did uh make a lot of sense she kept going back to something that I had from him at my wedding and I couldn't I don't know that didn't make sense so I do I do want to ask my mom about that to see if she remembers you know or could think of what she could be referring to I feel like I just had like a therapy session. <laughs> so, you know, I do feel good. You know, I always feel like it is good to cry. Like you get a lot of like negative emotion out and, you know, you do feel better afterwards. So I, I do, I feel, I feel good. Very positive, very uplifting. Um, you know, nice to know that he, he is still around. Maybe just things I'm not noticing that could be him that I want to like just pay attention to a little bit more to have that connection with him still. I don't think I really had many questions, just the fact that, you know, that he's okay and, you know, he's still with us and he's experiencing, you know, things with us that, you know, just makes me feel better. It was just very therapeutic that it's like, you know, very good to like hear things or try to connect things. I just want to thank Teresa for taking the time. And I know she was getting a kick out of my dad, just like we all do. <laughs> That, you know, it was definitely a, a very nice experience. And, you know, I'm definitely going to tell people to have their own experience with it. Hey, guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.